1: This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. Oh my gosh. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring live on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. If you're checking this out on podcast, Feel free at any time if you are available on a Saturday night. Jump up here on Twitch. Hang out with me. You can look at my whiskey in the background. You can watch whoever's recording in the background. Either or, I really don't care. Just have a good time. Come hang out. It'll be fun. Now, I, according to my uh, new podcast platform, I am not allowed to engage in paid advertisements for products or to incorporate my own ads into the show. But that does not stop me from telling you about great coffee. As long as I'm not getting paid for it. What's up, Kim. I see you hanging out there in the chat room. Um, as I said, I can't get paid to tell you about coffee. I can't get paid to tell you about how American pride roasters is the best coffee that I have ever had. I can't get paid to tell you that if you are looking for a great bold blend of coffee, I would be remiss if I didn't suggest because I'm not getting paid for this. I would be remiss if I did not suggest to you that you try the Roosevelt blend, the Teddy Roosevelt blend, to be precise, is a bold blend of Brazilian beans that just mm, the the acidity is low, so it's nice and smooth. It doesn't bite back when you drink it. Just like I said, it's one of my favorites. It's it's up there with the uh, Frederick Douglass and the uh, the Thomas Payne. Age of reason that I am currently working my way through right now, please check it out. American Pride Roasters they have such great blends of coffee, many of them named after historical figures, some named after goofballs over at that wonderful place known as mojo Five o um they're great small company and Every time you order from them, you are helping a small business keep going. Uh, So please check them out, americaprideroasters.com. Historically, great coffee. All right, so before I get into the insanity from this week, let me tell you, <laughs> the last 48 hours have been mind-blowing. Um, I just somewhat... Huh. For those of you who are not watching on Twitch, did not see the look of my face as one of my LED lights just went tumbling off the desk. You may have heard it. It was kind of noisy. Oh, fun times. But anyways. So, in Sandy of this week, um uh the first thing I guess is apparently Republicans hate veterans. Yes, that's right. We GOPers, we constitutional people we lovers of freedom. We hate our veterans. Yes, that's right. Why is that? Well, because um, earlier this summer, the Honor Our, Pac- Honor our Pact Act was uh, passed in the Senate and sent to the House for consideration. While in the House, the funding mechanism was changed from mandatory spending or was changed, from, excuse me, to get that backwards, switched from discretionary spending to mandatory spending. I, I know it's just, well, what does this all mean? What does this all mean? Okay. Uh mandatory spending is every year when the budget's renewed. If we actually had a budget, then every year when the spring is renewed, $400 billion, period, end of story goes into uh, paying for burn pit exposure. You add to it that a lot of stuff was added in. That includes illnesses that may or may not be directly linked to burn pit exposures. So now you have a very, exp- and they also, they also include in there, and it's not just burn pit exposure. It, it's not. Um, for instance, uh, for Marines who were stationed at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, who were exposed to toxic drinking water, payment for those marines and their families to compensate for what they've what they've been put through because of the the toxic chemicals in the water that would be covered and there's there's some other stuff in there as well um uh, people who were exposed to radiation cleaning up uh in the Marshall Islands um so on and so forth. Several places uh, where they cleaned up in Spain after B B-52 crashed carrying a nuclear bomb. So there's a lot of toxic exposure uh, treatment that's being included. So I, I'm not going to denigrate that. I think those are all things that, in the course of your duty, if you were exposed to, like I said, you got sent to the Marshall Islands in the 1970s and you had to clean up nuclear fallout, and you got sick, you should probably get paid. If you had to go clean up depleted uranium on the battlefield in Iraq after uh, after Gulf Storm, Desert Storm, the first Gulf War, and you got sick from depleted uranium exposure, guess what? you should probably get paid. So I I don't have a problem with any of that. The issue is with discretionary spending as patients who were exposed to this either a get healthy and are no longer at a medical risk because hey, the issue has been cured. That's less money you have to spend. So when they renew it, they don't have to renew as much. Unfortunately, you have, like I said, you have people who cleaned up the Marshall Islands 50 years ago. They're probably dying soon. Not to be, not to be crass or anything, but if they're dying, that means you're not spending money on them, so you can. So when it comes to renewal, you can go, okay, we we no longer have to spend billion, so a billion dollars. So to have a four hundred billion dollar budget for this plan, we only need three hundred ninety nine billion, and that makes fiscal sense, makes financial sense. So. Like I said, the Senate passed this bill and sent it to the House back in June, two months ago, or a month and a half ago. The House passes it, changes the spending from, you know, discretionary so it can be lowered, if needed, or raised if needed to mandatory. So regardless of how much actually needs to be spent, We have veterans who will get shortchanged because they're not, they don't have the budget for it, events as a possibility. Or you'll end up with a surplus of already appropriated money. Now, Congress loves money that's already been appropriated. It's already on the books that we that we've agreed to spend this, but we're just not spending it on this now. We have this extra money that can go here, there, everywhere else. We just have to reallocate it. And at the same time, when you have this whole thing called a debt ceiling, I'm using air quotes on that because we know we really don't have a debt ceiling. Uh yeah, we're at the top of our debt spending limit. Uh we should really roll back what we're spending. Ah Raise a debt ceiling, we'll spend more money later. We'll pay it off when we get we'll pay it off with another credit card down the road. That's what it boils down to, honestly. So with mandatory spending, they're not they're not, you know they're not hampered by the debt ceiling because hey, we have to spend the money; it's mandatory. Whereas the discretionary spending, well, since that's four hundred billion dollars of discretionary spending that is now available, that's four hundred billion dollars we can put to we can put to something else. Well. Rip. I've seen from one of my from one of my veteran friends that this is a horrible hill for Republicans to die on. Oh, this is a heck of a time to pretend to be you know fiscally responsible. Um Yeah, but at the same time, imagine how it would look if they voted to a, a voted for this, and then it's like well, you, that's pretty, we didn't have, how could you support that? It, it, it was a lose-lose situation for Republicans, honestly. And I, I think the worst thing about it, about all of this, has to be the fact that veterans just suddenly became political pawns for the Democrats who historically have never really been Fans of veterans. Huh. Weird how that happens. All of a sudden. Oh my gosh. The the people we've never really cared about before. They're, they're, oh, we got to take care of them. How dare they? Don't mind me. I have, was not prepared because I got caught up doing uh, other stuff. So, a little yummy, yummy for the show. There's, there's your whiskey pour for the ASMR. But, but now, like I said, you now have people freaking out that oh, the Republicans, uh, this is America first. And I got to try to get to John Stewart here and and i'm I'm going to say, as far as John Stewart goes, he came out and he uh kind of went new- nu- he went nuclear about Democrats or about the about Republicans doing this and i'm I'm going to say that I appreciate his activism. Jon Stewart has done amazing things to make sure our troops are taken care of. He has done amazing things to honor the sacrifice of those who died on 9-11. He has done amazing things to get those people who were sickened by the concrete dust and all the other horrible noxious chemicals released from from the World Trade Center collapse, and those people who got sick and cancer and all these other illnesses working at ground zero. Jon Stewart has been amazing, and I'm going to give him all the credit in the world for what he has done. He went off because apparently we're no longer America first. And I will play this. And there is a profanity warning because Jon Stewart, he was he was pissed, rightfully so, but I think for the wrong reasons. if it will play. Huh. Battling. Back this up here.
0: America's heroes who fought in our wars, outside sweating their asses off with oxygen, battling all kinds of ailments, while these motherfuckers sit in the air conditioning, walled off from any of it. Christina Keene will tell you from BFW. They, she sat in an office with Mitch McConnell, and a war veteran from Kentucky, and he looked that man in the eyes, and he said, We'll get it done. And he lied to him, because Mitch McConnell yesterday flipped. I'm used to the lies. I'm used to the hypocrisy. Senator Pat Toomey won't take a meeting with the veterans groups. Sends out his chief of staff. I'm used to the cowardice. I've been here a long time. Senate's where accountability
1: goes to die. These people don't, don't care. And he goes on and he rants and rants. And I'm not saying that all of his anger is misplaced. I, I really don't think it is. Um, and he's right. Accountability does die. But if he goes back and he looks at Pat Toomey's stance... I mean, Pat Pat Toomey has he didn't vote for it in June. If that tells you about anything, apparently he had he had issues with it a month ago. But that doesn't mean we they don't care about veterans. They want to make sure that this money that is going to go towards this, towards people like me who, I don't know how many nights on tower guard in Afghanistan. I had the smoke from our incinerator coming right into my tower for 6 8 hours. For the 9 months I, that I was in Kabul, Afghanistan, sucking in smog and then during the winter time when there was burning tires and other god awful things that people burn to heat their homes outside that airport. And I was breathing that in. You ever, you ever do a two mile run for a physical fitness test at 6,000 feet of elevation in smog? It hurts. It's very painful all the way to the bottom of your lungs. Listen, I, I'm not going to be Matt John Stewart for where his anger is levied. He, he, he wants to just level it all at Republicans. And okay, that is kind of where his default setting is. My question is why... Isn't he bringing up the Democrats who want to play funding games? Why not look at both of them and go, hey, pull your heads out of your fourth point of contact and take care of our troops. If it's a funding issue, work it out. Our troops don't deserve to sit and suffer guys who have cancer from sucking in those fumes don't deserve to be told oh, that's no, not service related, sorry. I have to have at some point my burn pit registry exam, basically listen to my lungs, maybe take x-ray c t c t scans. See what my lungs look like. It's very important they do this. But right now, I don't even know if if it's even worth it because what if there is something? What if they determine the uh you, you know 40 caliber size hunk of you know calcified granuloma that's in my right lung is somehow um you know, as a result of being exposed to this garbage, like it did lung damage, and then instead of it getting infected, it created the granuloma that then started you know encapsulating itself in calcium so now I've got a like I said a forty caliber sized hunk of stuff just growing in my chest and then to be turn around. You know, VFW has come out. No, oh, the Republicans are bad. Well, the Republicans supported it before they changed the funding source. You know, I even tweeted at the VFW the national headquarters that is like, hey, you know, if you're going to be playing this game, you're going to be turning around and making us, making your members like me, a lifetime member going to use me as a political pawn? Oh, maybe I should rethink the rethink my membership. Do I really need to be a member of you know a veterans advocacy organization that they're not going to advocate for me? They're going to use me. They're going to put me up as a prop. Oh, look at this guy. He's, uh, he's suffering so badly. We, we need to take care of him. Wait, 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 what, what, what? No, I, I'm not suffering. Why are you using me like that? Nah, yeah, because we said so. I look at you, you're suffering. You do funny voices, apparently your brain's not right, so you're, you're suffering. I, I, I don't need a white knight. I don't need some group to come in with this whole idea that, well, he can't take care of himself, so we have to do a forum. I don't need that. I don't want that. Veterans across the country don't want to be used as pawns. We don't want to be looked at as, all oh, those poor broken people. They, they, they just can't get by. They need us. No. Uh, the, a guy I follow on TikTok, he had a start of the start of that Jon Stewart video. And he he came out and says, like, without getting political, you know, he's like, you know, veterans don't want, don't want to be, you know, used as a political cannon fodder for one side to attack the other. We don't. I don't want Republicans to hold me up and go, no, oh, look at this guy. We love this guy, and this guy we're going to take care of, and you guys suck because you hate him. We, I don't want that. I don't want Democrats doing that to me, using me to you know, make the Republicans look bad. I sure as crap don't want Adam Kinzinger up there. Oh, my God. There's a term... That's been floating around the, uh, the TikTok verse, especially the, uh, the vet talk community, the mill talk community about vet bro. If you are using your service to denigrate those who haven't served, you are a vet bro. If you're using your service to denigrate the character of service of another veteran, you are a vet bro. And I could get accused of being a vet bro myself because I have been hitting back at Adam Kinzinger because Kinzinger has been going off on Matt Gates, basically putting up pictures of him and his flight suit to make the point that he's better than Gates because Gates didn't serve in the military. And Kinzinger is currently in the air national guard. I'm not going to say anything about him being a weekend warrior pilot. I, myself, was a weekend warrior mechanic for eight and a half years before going active duty. But if you're going to act like a badass, at least have been a badass. Don't fly. Don't fly an aerial gas station. Which is what he did. He was a KC-135 tanker pilot. Don't fly an aerial gas station. And act like that makes you king turd of crap mountain. Because it doesn't. And then people get all mad because I'm like, oh yeah, that's cute. Um, you know, how about a real deployment? Not spending... Now, if you are in Afghanistan, you're thirty thousand feet above it, well out of harm's way, and or if you're stationed in Afghanistan, you were at, you know, Kandahar Airfield, Bagram Airfield, possibly Mez, you know, running air refueling ops out of there. More than likely, it was Kuwait, but I digress. So people got mad because I was going, oh. Isn't that, isn't that cute? You in your flight suit and not the combat zone. No. Oh. Yeah, people got mad because I I had the audacity to tell, you told a congressman that you've denigrated his service. Oh my god, how dare you! It was like he's denigrating that guy's service. He he's he's doing the exact crap that Robert Heinlein railed against through through uh uh Starship Troopers. Those you please, I, I just say if you watch the movie, that's fine. It is what it is. Although the guy who made the movie did a complete 180 against on what Heinlein was railing against. But Heinlein had the one of the things that he pointed out and he made a mockery of was that to be a full citizen you needed to serve in some sort of federal service yeah specifically the military but you know the other other federal services could guarantee you full citizenship and that's basically what kensinger is doing (laughs) you're not a real citizen (laughs) because you didn't serve (laughs) it's kind of uh Go back to last year when I was calling out the Commandant of Space Command because that Marine Sergeant Major was railing against Tucker Carlson for having the audacity to question the military when he never wore the uniform. It's a bunch of malarkey. It's a bunch of bullcrap. So please. Don't use us as cannon fodder. And if you did serve, don't be denigrating those who didn't.
2: Hold up.
1: Alrighty, so now that I spent the whole first half hour on that, I don't really know where to go. I have some stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, I guess I really do need to talk about this gun bill that went through Congress yesterday. Um, with the help of, this calls moderate geo moderate Republicans, I call them cowards. House Democrats passed the Assault Weapons Ban with GOP. See blah blah, 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 blah. I have a full glass of whiskey into this, and I can't even talk. House Democrats passed assault weapons ban with GOP support after moderates get cold feet. House Representatives passed legislation on Friday that would ban most semi automatic weapons currently in use in the U.S., including AR 15s. Forget the Heller decision said that, you know, uh, if it's in common use, you really can't ban it. So we'll see how quickly the how quickly Skoda slaps this around going. Ha, 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 I don't think so, Scooter. It's unconstitutional per Heller. Go away. Denied.
0: No, you look like an idiot. <laughs>
1: Uh, the Assault Weapons Ban of 2021 Act, first introduced by Democratic Rhode Island Representative David Cicilline, that wonderful, wonderful, outstanding excuse of a human being would ban semi-automatic weapons that contain a magazine, huh? A pistol or forward grip? Oh boy and a folding, telescoping, or detachable stock, which, you know, a lot of weapons do have those because um, they make it really easy to adjust the weapon to you. But I digress. 215 Democrats and two Republicans supported the legislation, while 208 Out of 213 no votes came from Republicans. So this. So regardless, I mean, yeah, you had what, see, five Democrats that voted no. Or didn't vote at all. So there was actually an opportunity. Republicans could have defeated it. I mean, they could have had 215 to 215 to 213 the other way. But they had no marbles. And, you know, you can't really go against the man. A bill is not expected to pass the Senate. These military-style weapons were designed for the battlefield with maximum efficiency for when soldiers engaged in combat. The military features banned by this bill were added to make these guns more accurate. Accuracy good. More controllable. Because you don't want them going everywhere when you're shooting. More concealable. Uh, um, what? And more deadly. Cecily said in a floor speech urging colleagues to support the regulation. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler of New York. Oh, titz Nadler, say that because yeah, that's where he wears his waistline. Uh, do 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 do. Jerry Nadler, of New York, touted the bill during committee markup as banning weapons that are in common use across the U.S. The, the problem is that they're in common use, he said, during an exchange with Republican North Carolina Representative Dan Bishop. <laughs> Which, again, as I mentioned, according to Heller, because they are in common use, that would be unconstitutional going against the Heller decision. New York Representative Chris Jacobs, one of two Republicans to support the bill, said shortly after the Buffalo, New York mass shooting, he would support an assault weapons ban. He announced his retirement one week later. <sighs> yeah, in the few red areas in New York, you're going to come out and go, eh, "I'm going to support this." Um, by the way, I'm not running for reelection. so you can't, so you can't primary me. You can't. You can't throw me out because it's really, really, really easy to, to stand up for something when you have no consequences for it. Uh, kind Roy blunt here in Missouri. "Ah, I'm not, I'm not running for reelection in 20 in 2024. So I'm going to support all this garbage coming from the Democrats. Because I don't have to pay any consequences for not representing the people of Missouri. For years, Democrats told us we're not coming for your guns. Yes, they are. The Second Amendment is as queer as possible. That's their beef. The Second Amendment says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, but they don't care. Republican Ohio Representative Jim George said in the floor speech, "They don't care about our. They don't care." Oh boy! I'm sure this is based off a transcript, but that doesn't make it any easier to read. They don't care about that fundamental liberty, law-abiding citizens in this country enjoy, and they're coming for your firearms. It's yeah. I mean, even even better, O'Rourke said it. Hell yes, we're coming for your guns or hell yes we're coming for your AR15s. And yeah, that's the most honest that he you've seen any politician be, whenever they don't have some sort of active attempts at taking your guns. They will sit and fight tooth and nail as soon as they have a reason they can say the quiet part out loud. And It's funny, when running for president, Beto O'Rourke was very, hell yes, we're coming for your AR-15s. But then suddenly when he's running for governor of Texas, huh, no, 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 I'm not coming for your gun. Oh, my God, why would you say such a horrible, horrible thing? I would never take your guns. It's nuts. It's, it's insane. It's asinine that they think they can just keep gaslighting us that, oh, we're not doing that. And the whole idea that a collapsible buttstock makes an AR-15 more concealable. No. David Siciline is an idiot. I uh, categorically speaking, he is a bigger banana head. Damn the man, save the empire. And it's that he can come up on the floor and he can say things that are, um, I'm not going to say they're blatantly wrong, but if he wants a weapon that is less accurate and less controllable, so you have. So then, if you have a situation where a person is using one of these dangerous killing machines of war to actually do the right thing, uh, there's the uh, the the shooting in Texas a couple years ago where the NRA instructor with an AR-15. Shot the guy who shot up the church because you know that's where his ex's family went to church, and he should have never been allowed to legally buy a gun, but that's a whole nother story because the air Force failed and you're telling me you want the nRA instructor to have a weapon that he cannot accurately place a round in the armpit gap of that guy's body armor and mortally wound him. You want, are you just going to tell people that if they want a, an accurate rifle that is highly maneuverable inside uh, the close, close quarters of a home, Uh, He's going to give you a a blunderbuss with uh, some grape shot, and I hope you don't shoot the dog when you're shooting at the bad guys. Really? You're going to do that? That's what you're asking for when you want weapons that that are less accurate and less controllable. You're asking for weapons that are going to get bystanders hurt. You're going to get weapons that lead to that lead to people getting injured, even outside of a defensive shooting, even outside of an offensive shooting. Because if you can't control where that round is going, it is an unsafe weapon. Doesn't matter who's handling it. It could be the world's greatest sniper. If he cannot control that weapon, and he cannot place rounds accurately. That weapon is far more unsafe than anything currently on the market today. All right, I was going to talk about uh, Joey B being all mad that we've basically forgotten the that wonderful $8,000 bri- bribe. Not a bribe. Not a bribe. Not a bribe. The $8,000 stimulus that he gave us from the bottom of his heart and from not from, wait, what? It wasn't from his paycheck? It it wasn't out of his bank account? It it was printed, it was printed by the Fed. It's not actually backed by, oh, shoot. Okay. So Joey's mad that we've forgotten about how great um, all that money was that he gave us that was magically printed out thin air. With nothing to buy it. Yeah, Joey. Might want to stop think about that for a second. Uh, so I'm going to go. My last little bit of insanity for the night before I hop off here. Anna Navarro is mad. I mean, we already know Anna Navarro is mad because she's mad about everything. It It could be that, you know. She's tired of having to tell people she's a conservative when she's not. could be she's tired of pretending to be a Republican
2: because she's not.
1: But now she's mad that that Ron DeSantis is... I, I don't know if I get through this story. It's just so sad. He's, she's mad that Ron DeSantis is <laughs> going, after, going after drag queens. Oh, he's so sad. The View co-host Anna Navarro ranted against Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Friday for filing a complaint against a bar that hosted drag shows with minors present. I'm sorry if Last time I checked, if I went to the city park in a thong, and started shaking what I've got at the little children, I would probably be in jail. So apparently, if I if I go to my local neighborhood drinking establishment, charge an overhead, and do the same, and put on a bra. As well as a thong and shake what I've got at little kids. That's cool, according to Anna Navarro. According to a lot of people on the left. I should be allowed to do that because, well, it's just entertainment. Well, it was just entertainment at the city park. But no, you get all your panties in a twist and had me hauled off for shaking my thing at the children. Navarro claimed DeSantis is attempting to portray LBGTQ. Yeah, they 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 reorganizing the letters. Well, I was just like Steve Dace, the Rainbow Jihad Navarro claimed DeSantis is attempting to portray Rainbow Jihad people as grammars by suing a Miami bar called Our House for allegedly exposing minors to sexually explicit content. Remember, you. You as a parent can be can have the rightful indignation of I I'm sorry you were wearing what from my child. Oh I I I'm I'm sorry, you're discussing what with my child again without my permission. No 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 no, but no that, that's fine, but if you're if you're in the government and you discuss this and you, you want to try to rectify such you want to punish people for doing this to children. Well, that, that's just a bridge too far. My friend, you can't go there. You're not, they're not allowed to be mad at them for doing that. Really? Last I checked, I should be allowed to go after people who are, exposing themselves to children and engaging in sexually explicit acts in front of children. He is throwing them because there was one brunch where there was one child and there's video of that. And he thinks that's inappropriate. And he thinks that that's worth It's that passing property insurance in Florida. He, he thinks it's worth going after the drag Queens. Uh, yeah, because last night, ch- Last I checked, if there was a luncheon and I took my child to the local titty bar, I would probably be in some sort of trouble. I'm pretty sure the owner of that establishment, using that word loosely, would be in some kind of trouble if they knew there was a child there and did not say, "Uh, hey, you sicko with the kid, get out. It's, it's insanity. Actor-singer Billy Porter, who joined the panel Friday as a guest, said conservatives are pushing back against drag queens and the rainbow jihad community because, quote, the change has already happened. He accused DeSantis and anyone opposing drag shows of lab- labeling rainbow jihad people as pedophiles for liking word wear- No! No, sir! No! That is not true. If Lily Porter, you look amazing in dresses. Or at least you think so in your own mind. I don't care that you wear a dress. I don't care if you dress and drag and do the hula. I don't. However, the problem is not that. The problem is Teaching children that an aberrant lifestyle, and it is aberrant, it is not the mainstream. As much as you want it to be Billy Porter, it is not. As much as you want to believe that, you know, this is perfectly normal, it's not. You know how I can prove this? Because in nature, if, if, we believe, if we believe in evolution, we believe in evolution as much as the atheists do, as much as the left believes in evolution over, over intelligent design. Keep in mind, according to evolution, your kind is dying out because they can't reproduce. So there's only one way to make more. God said, go forth and be fruitful and multiply. There's only one way for for the rainbow jihad to multiply. And that is to indoctrinate and to teach and to coach and to groom. To groom others to be like them. Does not matter if they're four. Doesn't matter if they're eight. Doesn't matter if they're 32. If you are slowly exposing children or any other or any other person to a lifestyle or to a concept and slowly build them into wanting into participating into said concept, it does not matter if it is a cult. It doesn't matter if it's gay sex it doesn't matter if it's snake handling. I don't care. If you're slowly exposing them and destigmatizing whatever it is, gay sex, lesbian sex, trannies, snake handling, whatever, wearing orange robes in the back, in the back mountain country of Oregon. That is grooming. There's a clinical definition for what grooming is, Billy Porter. And exposing children to drag queens to, oh, well, this is normal. I guess I don't see a problem with it. That's the problem. Adult men and women participating in acts that I don't agree with, that I'm not attracted to, in the privacy of their bedroom, That is on them. Don't care. If they're talking to my child and telling them why it's perfectly normal, perfectly healthy, you should try it. That's where I have the problem. I have as much of a problem as a parent taking a child into a drag club as I do with a parent taking a child into Chippendales. As much as I have a problem with a parent taking their child into a a hustler club, it doesn't matter. There are certain things you don't expose your children to. Not necessarily because, oh, well, that's wrong. You can't do that. Not because, oh, well, you know, blah, blah. It's because it's the natural order of things. If I give my kid a porno, and can be charged with any number of things and having my children take them from me, then the same should be able to happen to parents who take their kids to drag queen story hour. And our new cycles, we lean into the negatives all the time. If it bleeds, it leads. We're not talking about the positive. The positive part of all this stuff, including that DeSantis is the change has already happened. Y'all are still trying to label us pedophiles because we put on dresses. Stop that. There's a direct line with these people. I don't even like children. Good for you, but no one's just saying you're doing anything. However, when you go on a remake of Cinderella and you, the black guy in a dress, are playing the fairy godmother, which I find that absolutely hilarious, a gay guy in a dress playing a Fairy godmother. I'll let that one sink in there for a second. You labeled yourself with the with the pejorative dummy, but no one is saying what you you do in the privacy of your home or what you do on Broadway, what you do on the red carpet for the Oscars. No one's saying is you're doing anything. The problem is when you have the activists who are. Training up children to participate. That's the problem, Billy Porter. Florida governor condemned the exposure of children to drag queens during a Thursday press conference. Having kids involved is wrong. That is not consistent with our law and policy in the state of Florida, and it is a disturbing trend in our society to try and to sexualize these young people. That is not the way to you look out for our children. You protect children. You do not expose them to things that are inappropriate. Republican Florida State State Representative Anthony Sabatini announced his plan to introduce legislation banning drag shows for children in early June. The legislation, if passed, would make it a felony. For an adult to bring a child to a sexually-themed drag show and would allow authorities to interfere and take away parental rights if these violations occur. I agree. I just want my child to be cultured. Okay. Um, There are ways you could do that without having them, you know, get a lap dance and put dollar bills in a dude's thong. Just saying. Republican Texas State Representative Ryan Slayton announced similar plans to ban drag shows for minors after a family-friendly drag show video went viral showing a drag queen with a sign behind him that read It's not gonna lick itself. Drag Queen Story Hour events have become prominent in schools and libraries to teach young children about gender fluidity the program captures the imagination and play of the gender fluidity of children and gives kids glamorous, positive, and unabashedly queer role models. But remember, you David French. Drag Queen Story Hour is a blessing of liberty. Children have also been exposed to sexually explicit drag shows out in public, seemingly by parental consent. A California middle school subjected students to a drag queen by the name of Nicole Jiz who danced in front of the children. Yeah. It's insanity. I don't know where where our world is heading. Our country is slowly, rapidly going down the tubes, and there's nothing we can do about it, it feels. All I can say is keep up the good fight. If you have a voice, please use it. I beg of you, use your voice to make sure what's going on in the world is not going to be dragging the rest of it down. Find your feet and stand up. That's going to wrap it up for the show this week. Again, thank you so very much to uh, Kim, who's hanging out all by her lonesome there in the chat room. I don't know why no one else wanted to come on tonight. Could be that's 10 o'clock at night. And people are in bed. I don't know. I'm just doing the best I can here. Again, uh, be sure to check out patreon.com/slash Tyler Morgan Show for bonus content. If you subscribe minimum, minimum subscription of five dollars a month, you get access to ad-free episodes. I'm gonna start make sure these episodes go up. Yeah, you know, post them twice, once ad-free for uh you know, for all the wonderful folks there on Patreon, and then yeah, you know, also have the regular. Hopefully, start getting ads and ad revenue and stuff coming in for all of you who aren't nice enough to subscribe on Patreon. It's okay. I still love you. I guess. Also on Patreon, you can also also get the uh, the bonus content, the extra shots. Get those. Uh, this week, I had a took a look at DOJ announcing that the. Uh, yeah, there's a Russian who spent eight years over the course of three different presidential administrations influencing local elections as well as funding a Marxist racial identity group. So that'd be, that's a little fun 15-minute jaunt if you uh, are subscribing and you want to check out the extra shots there on Patreon. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you are subscribed to the podcast. I ask you to do four things, say four things every week. Number one, please subscribe. That way you get notification every week that, hey, Tyler Morgan Show just put up a new episode. Number two, please rate it five stars. Five stars. I don't know what's on my hand there. I just saw it. Weird. Five stars. Then four stars, all except three and below. Three and below. We need to have a conversation. Okay. Just hit me up. uh, DM me uh, at Tyler Produces on Twitter. We will talk. We'll discuss it. After you have read it, please, number three, write a review. Say some nice things. Embellish if you you need to. Not asking you to. Get carried away. Little embellishment. Don't get carried away. And finally, please share this episode with somebody you like. Share this episode with somebody who you think was, was completely pissed off. I don't care. I I will be a tool for your angering of your liberal friends. I enjoy doing these things. It's fun. All right, again, thank you so very much for listening. Remember, the show is available on all podcast platforms except iHeartRadio. Actually, I think I am back up on iHeart. I have to double check. I think it went back up. So that's good, I guess. They dropped my show for a while. I don't know. I guess I made it mad. It happens. Oh, well. Again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. The Tyler Morgan Show is a relentless daring media production. The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Show to donate there or relentlessdaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in The Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from purpleplanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1 7.